spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99, plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome into DC On Screen, episode 347. I'm your host, David C. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason Goss. Hello. 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 Oh, okay. Seems fitting. I don't want to sing. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> we are getting super spoilery on the Flash 317 duet. To recap, the music meister puts Flash in a coma with Supergirl. They have to sing their way through the plot of a gangster-themed musical in order to escape. While they are indisposed... The music meister makes a run at Central City, but is captured by Vibe, Martian Manhunter, and Kid Flash. After things start to take a tart... A tart? <laughs> is that a dark turn? A Probably. dark turn in the musical. Ma and Ellen Iris are forced to Vibe into the coma to love, rescue, Barry, and Kara. It works. The show's various couples make up, and the music meister vanishes into the distance. Barry ends the episode by proposing to Iris via song. Um... I actually laughed when Kara, when they said, when uh, Barry said something about your boyfriend or your, and she says, he's my nothing. That made me laugh. Yeah. Even though she's still being a brat. <clears throat> yeah, sorry. Because um, um, I want to talk about the good things real quick. Yeah, let's do that. Can we talk about the good let's things real quick? Let's knock that out. Let's do it. Um, Martian Manhunter turn, like revealing himself and Cisco being like, he's got green skin and a sick ass cape. Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, this is just like West Side Story. I was thinking the Fantastics, but no, yeah, that was fun. Um, I laughed that uh, Merlin's kid in the coma, his name was Tommy. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that big glorious song with Victor Garber and uh, and uh, John Barrowman and um, Jesse L. Martin, mm-hmm. this gather up the boys. We're going to war. I had a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, All right, actually, before that, even dads, um, what you get a problem with that? Uh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I loved the uh, the Super Friends song where um, Cara says you could just go back, sings you can just go back in time and give another shot, and Barry goes, I'm actually, actually not, not supposed to do, do that, that anymore. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot of funny jokes in that in that song, like the um, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> the the thing I actually liked about the song because it was. That mm-hmm. was maybe the moment where I thought, I think I've had too much song and dance for now. I, that was maybe the moment where the episode just hit that saturation point of, all right, I've heard enough. I've heard enough. Can we can we finish this up? Um, but I, I give them this. They looked good on screen. Those two really enjoyed themselves, and it just made me happy mm-hmm. for them. Like I was, I was mm-hmm. just pleased watching them enjoy themselves so much. So I, that it did give me that joy at least. And there are there are a couple of good jokes in there. Like he says something about he'll be there in a flash, and she like gets onto him like Barry. Yeah. What? It's fine. 
Um, but the best best line in that song was they end with, and I'm your super friend. It has a double meaning, friend. <laughs> yeah. That one got me. That one actually got me. Yeah. And there was a lot of really good jokes about fun. musicals. Like, and when he has those conversations, like, well, that was a lot easier than I expected. And Barry's... Everything's easier in a musical. Yeah. Wow. Things are really, really are easier in musicals. Um... I got. I was a little vindicated early on. Like she does her cover cover of uh, was it Blue Moon, Blue River, Moon River. I couldn't tell you. Now. It's some combination of those words. Um, music master comes in and, and says like, "Great, great. You were a little flat in places, but great." I kind of thought, "Yep, I heard it too." Yep. Um, <laughs> this was about the point where Christian uh, was watching it with me and 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 uh, looked over and went, "Yeah, she was a side character on Glee <laughs> for a reason." I was like, "Oh, come on, that's harsh." Well, wow. pretty much the most of that cast could outsing her. So, okay, that's okay. Um, and we I actually, I, I spent the rest of the episode trying to figure out what the problem was. And like, it, when she's holding the note, she flats a little bit. When she's actually trailing off at the note, she nails it every time. Um, mm-hmm. th- there's there's people that can speak in a uh, uh, little better, a uh, little more clarity with that. But anyway, um, the best two lines from those two: Supergirl, I have reached my limit with magical creeps. Mm-hmm. And Barry, when they're arguing outside the door, I didn't mean like a ginger thing. I just wanted to kick it in. <laughs> I did laugh at that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, look, I mean, it, it, this was a this was a strange episode, but I did think Barry and, uh, um, or I guess really Grant Gustin and Melissa Benoit still have the chemistry they had from the, the previous crossover. Mm-hmm. They're still cute as hell, is what it amounts to. Yeah. Um, should we get to the part where it was kind of awkward? Well, I, I'll lead in with Scott Madison, our listener Scott Madison, mm-hmm. buddy of ours, um, says, when you guys record your review of the Flash musical episode, which is what we're doing now, on it, I'd be interested I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on what effect it would have had on the episode for them to have tried recording live during filming, like Les, Les Miserables, as opposed to dubbing over with studio recording. Personally, I think the disconnect between what we hear in their voices and what we see on their faces is jarring. In that final song, Barry's face is far too relaxed and unemotional for what he is singing. I, I completely agree with him, though. Um, it probably would have had a different tone. Uh, it probably would have come off... It probably would have been a lot cooler. The problem is you'd have had to change so much blocking. It's it's yeah. a it's a, a thing to block a musical so that everyone's at the right pitch at the right st- like you literally have to put people on the right side of the stage so that they're in harmony with the right kind of people at the at the right time like it's it's mm-hmm. a thing um and I think if they were if they were just had more time to do it they might have tried it maybe I don't know but it's a lot less time to block an episode like a normal episode of TV and then record the songs later just fact and I you know I didn't think. And I don't get the feeling that everybody was necessarily in the studio at the same time. My evidence is yeah. on, on the three-part song with Berryman and uh, Martin and Garber. That last mm-hmm. note, they weren't on. That wasn't harmonized. They like that. They got real pitchy there for a second. Mm-hmm. I, I think they all recorded separately. Because if, if all three of those guys were in a room, I think somebody points out, like, hey, this one of us is off a little bit. Could be wrong. But to me, when I heard that, I thought, oh, they all recorded their bits separately and did their song separately. Okay. Yeah, I I don't think there's any way for them to do it otherwise. The with the filming schedule, I just don't. And even you know, eh, I don't know. I I just I don't think it would have worked. And when you, I don't think it would have necessarily would have necessarily been better. Just because you know, some people they have ugly face when they sing. Some people really real. do. That's a real thing. But you know, you can let it go a little bit. Like it's it's um not on the CW. You can't. <laughs> Everybody's got to look pretty. Everybody got to have pretty face. 
Um, I, I can deal with it a little bit. Like if when you're singing and you really got it, you're, you're into it, whatever. I, it's fine. Um, but they, they didn't make that choice. It's probably a thing where I, I doubt they had as much of a choice as they'd like, but it did amount to weird things. Like in the blocking, for instance, in the final scene with the, um, running back to you, the, the guys from La La Land song, um, fine little song, but I kept thinking, like, as he was singing, I kept thinking he would be so loud right now. He's like two feet from her face and he's hitting this high note. Like she would be like backing up a few paces. Mm-hmm. I, that's the kind of song where like the the pitch he was hitting, he would he would have to be across the room singing it to her. Also, and Scott and I uh, joked about this a little bit. Like we're having to imagine yeah. that there was like a Bluetooth sound system that his little iPhone was connected with because there's no way his his poor little phone could play you know karaoke for him at the at the volume he was singing. Yeah, I mean suspension of disbelief just has to go to to I've said it before dizzying new heights in order to get through this episode. No. No, 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 no. He recorded it, and it, he was just playing it on the iPhone. He was lip syncing. That was all that was happening. Yeah, that was that was all. <laughs> he was just just doing a little lip sync. Yeah, and Iris is apparently so dumb. Mm-hmm. She just thought it was that, thought it was him singing. She thought it was him singing. Not only that, I mean, well, I mean, she was actually surprised that he was proposing to her again. Yeah, absolutely. So much so surprised that she throws her hands over her mouth and just looks like she's about to die. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, are we really doing that? I, I thought there should be, like, a, a nice... I thought she should be excited about it, but not necessarily that surprised, yeah. It's the same ring, too, I think. Same yeah. ring. I mean, it's like, I don't know, second time in a week he's proposed? Get over it, girl. I know. It's okay. I know. All right, now now um, that we've broken the ice on, like, hey, this is a little weird. Can I can I explain it like this? Um, yeah, I, It's hard to imagine an activity, um, but it, it, you, you ever been in the middle of something, thought it was fun, and then, like, finished and went, what just happened? Yeah. Um, that was one of those, that was one of those experiences. I do it on this podcast all the time. Yeah, (laughs) right. I don't know, man. It it was, it was one of those where like, it felt a little weird a couple times, but I, I I mostly enjoyed it It, in the, in the Mm -hmm. like, it was entertaining. It was kind of fun to watch him try this. Like from a production standpoint, it was, it was interesting to watch, but it was, the whole thing was a little awkward and the plot was just, just effed up straight front to back. The plot was weird. I still don't. I don't know why Music Meister did whatever he did to get captured. I, uh, I mean, if he can see everything, why does he even need to be? He says he needs to be captured, and then he uh, he goes out and like robs a bank, and apparently that's uh, well, all right. He he gets captured over at the DEO, so he can find Supergirl. That's fine, and then he just shows up over at uh, Star Labs. Um, again, okay, sure, why not? Um, he, he's I, I, he he doesn't make any sense overall. Like, um, no. something Christian pointed out was. Why is he music meister? Like they they say he explains to Barry like, well, this could have been a war zone. This could have been this, 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 this. But you made it a musical. Yeah. So why is he music meister? Yeah. Um, makes no sense. No, not at all. Um, I I don't know if he's fifth <laughs> dimensional or what because he just kind of fades in in a in a way that's I guess similar to um yeah to uh whatever his name and mixes Billy, but yeah. I I don't know. He I guess he's fifth dimensional. He's got some weird omnipotent omniscience thing going on. Fine, he has several powers apparently. Um, can I guess dream powers from whoever's in his little coma? Like he he, there's a lot left on the table as far as what the hell was he? What he was? Yeah, I can be sure of was this magical device they brought on for an episode to get him into a musical and yeah. to fix the two major slumps that have been plaguing Supergirl and Flash the last four weeks. The same four weeks I've been complaining about. Which I half suspect they created just so they could fix it all with a musical. I think that might be the case too. And let me let me get right to the heart of the the part where I, I groaned. The kiss. We're gonna Snow White him out of this coma. Yeah, 
That was bad. That was bad. Like, uh, was again, bad. I watched it with the wife. We both groaned simultaneously. Um, I mean, that that's, goes way beyond like, hey, things are really easier in musicals. That that's way beyond that. That's that's just mm-hmm. that's just silly. Yeah, I mean, my girlfriend didn't like it, <laughs> and it doesn't really make sense. Like, he vibes them in, and I'm willing to buy that he can vibe them in. That's fine. Sure. Um, but I don't know really. Like, once they get in there. They, they kiss him, and then he gets it out. I don't know how that was supposed to work, except that apparently Music Meister is this weird impish godlike creature that apparently that was the rule he set for getting him out was that you have to show how much mm-hmm. you love him. So it really, really is that they set up this, the, the, whatever problems they were having between Kara and Monel and between Iris and Barry, the whole point of this episode and the whole point of Music Meister was to get that back on track. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like specifically, that's what he, he came yeah. to do. He was, it was all a wonderful, and he, he was. Uh, Darren Chris did a great job. No problem with him. But he's this charming, magical writing device that came to rescue the show. Mm-hmm. Both shows. I would have honestly rather... <laughs> I mean, that's fine. Make him a music, make him a writing device. Whatever. I don't, I, don't care, I don't care. But they actually just were so weirdly lazy about him. I'm like, that's fine. Make him be lazy and say he's an imp. Yeah. Say he's from the fifth dimension. Well, and just say they, it. Say, he says, like, where are you from? And he, he says, oh, you couldn't begin to understand. Like, they hint at the fifth dimension. That's fine. Yeah. You know, but you know what would have would have been way more interesting than them being in a coma and doing, like, 1940s musical? Mm-hmm. It's just Music Meister showing up from the fifth dimension and making all the characters sing about stuff that they actually felt as the characters on the show. Right. I mean, that's how Buffy did it, and it was wonderful. Uh-huh. Heartbreaking at times. Absolutely. I mean, ugh, just I don't even want to get into yeah, that. But by the way, speaking of things that I'm devastated about, can Tom, can Tom Cavanaugh not sing? Where was Tom? I know. I don't know how that worked. Um, I don't know if he can sing, but I'd bet on it. He's just he's got such a. I would assume. It, I'll call it a polytonic voice. It is. It, he's got so much range when he's talking. I just I assume he can put out a note, but. <laughs> And it would have been fun to watch, but um, oh well. And you know, I I, I like to, I like getting to watch everybody sing. By the way, um, I want to give Jeremy Jordan the win on singing. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't mean to pun that, but I did. Sorry, but I I think he was probably my favorite singer out of the episode. I mean, he and Cisco uh, did a fantastic job. Well, two things about him and Cisco. One, they did a fantastic job singing. Uh, I just I just want to give I want to give Jeremy Jordan the edge here. I think he did the best best job out there right then and two they had some pretty great accents mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed their accents probably better than uh anyone else trying bear moons was pretty good though i'm not not hitting on that either oh and yeah there were some great performances it's just uh, great moments too like the the first uh, when they're doing the like uh put a little love in your heart like you go back to barry and he's kind of mm-hmm. like trying not to dance a little bit that was funny Mm-hmm. And then he's at the very by the very end of the song, he's like moving his mouth in some weird way, and you like what I got from it was he's trying not to like he's deliberately making his mouth do weird things so it doesn't start singing. Mm-hmm. And it you know a lot of good cutbacks to him, like when uh, when Victor and Stein are um, I'm sorry when uh, when uh, Garber and Jesse L. Martin are singing, Barry just sits down like this is fantastic, like it ke- keeps cutting over to him and he's like <laughs> pointing to other people like this is great, right? Oh, sorry, I'm being weird. Yeah, I like those cuts; they were funny. Um, really, really loved um, Martian Manhunter vibe and Wally West out there teaming up. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the final shot with Wally punching out Music Meister was uh, phenomenal. Actually, that, yeah. that's as good as I I need my CGI to look at any given time on these shows. I can see that. Eh. 
I don't know. Do you have yeah. anything else? No, no, I don't. I it was a disappointment to me. I, there were some good parts, but it was a big old honking disappointment to me. Yeah, a little bit. Um, the and I wasn't of, even expecting anything. No, I mean, not I, really. I didn't know what to get, what I was going to get into, and I knew it was going to be a little weird and awkward. Um, well, by the time I I saw it, I well reviews had kind of rolled in from friends and from peers, and it was all sort of like a. Eh. <laughs> yeah yeah it the the whole episode to me had like a i don't know like a first time you had sex vibe like it's awkward and kind of fun and then when it's over you're like i don't know what just happened yeah and you're like i thought i saw this better in a movie right i don't i don't know what to do no, now i mean uh, i don't know what what happens <laughs> you say joss whedon did it better i don't <clears throat> yeah <laughs> Um, we are we are DC on screen. <laughs> we'll leave you with that thought. Oh my gosh! Now the big the big thing is I don't care how much we we've just gotten onto it for being a, a weird writing device. I don't care. They fixed the two major problems in the shows. Hopefully, let's get back on track. Please. The the romantic stuff was was getting way off track here. Agreed. So all right, I'll stop interrupting your outro here. Well, we are DC On Screen. How do you like that? You can find every episode at DCOnScreen.com. Proud members of the Giant Size Team Up Network. GiantSizeTeamUp.com. Guys, downloads are so important, so please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher and uh, or wherever you listen to us. Uh, that's, that would be amazing. And um, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, DC On Screen, one word. It's pretty simple. We're going to be coming right back with a review of Legends of Tomorrow 215 Fellowship of the Spear. Until that time, keep some DC on your screen. Spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99. Plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. Look around you. That car you're driving. That house your family lives in. Making your daughter laugh. Inspiring her to dream. You did that. Teaching your son to drive. Teaching him he can be anything. All you. And your dreams for tomorrow. You'll do that too. Legacies don't just happen, they are made by you. The important word being you. American Family Insurance, protecting your dreams as you achieve them. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.